0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My police act loves his change up 1 0 to lefties, and that's the one pitch that Shohei has had a little trouble with. He does it again a mile high toward the wall. Shohei O'Tyre. Seriously, are you kidding me?
1: Dead center field. Otani, number 14.
0: He went with his fastball,
1: and he was ready. And a no-doubt shot by
0: Otani. He was majestic, though, Gooby. This was not a line drive. This was a mile high.
1: It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. You hear that highlight, and you wake up today... And Shohei Ohtani is your favorite to be the American League MVP. Uh, Mike Trout expected him miss six to eight weeks with an ankle injury. And here's Ohtani. Unbelievable. It really is. Like, we throw that around all the time. And he's going to be on the mound tonight. And he's (laughs) he's the talk of baseball right now with what he's been doing. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Rodgey. This is BetQL Daily. By the way, BetQL users, you can now access your own betting records, win percentage, and ranking within the BetQL community with the new MyStats feature. You can check out uh, personal betting history, go back a day, week, month, all time, and per sport performances in route to becoming a better, more informed, better. You open the BetQL app, select the sport, click the games tab, then you click the thumbs up. Next to the bet that you plan on making, um I want to get into the AL MVP, but we also have something happening in real time that we didn't talk about at the start of the show because there just wasn't an, uh, enough there. Like we needed a few more minutes to get into it. Tony Roos is talking right now. And he's he talking right now? He's talking right now. And I've got some yeah. quotes I'm going to pass. Along. Oh, no. Like this is. Listen, man. Come on. It's not. Do I want to so, hear this or no? You will not like it, but okay. okay. But we'll get into it here. So, if we go back a couple of days, it's all about Mercedes 3 0 count, two outs in the ninth, White Sox up 15 4. Again, 3 0 against the position player. He swings. I loved every second of it. He hits a home run, goes up 16 4, ball game eventually over. In an era where we're seeing more and more position players, his own manager did not like it. Spoke out against it. Uh, what uh, Last night, seventh inning, he gets hit by a Twins reliever, as everyone expected. Didn't happen right away. That's one of the things that I don't really care for. If you're going to do it, do it. Get it over with. We all know it's happening. Let's go. Keep it moving. It's, um, yeah. And what did we see the other day? We saw a hitter get hit in the face, bleeding profusely on the field. Like, And we're still throwing at guys. Whatever. But, um, there's a lot of question when this hire was made. How it just doesn't make any sense. Fans hated it. Didn't seem like the players liked it. I mean, if you gave them some truth serum, we'd find out that they actually hated this hire. But they're dealing with it. They're saying they the right
0: said things. the right stuff in spring yeah. training.
1: Yeah, they've said the right things publicly. Um, but I'll La Russa goes La, well. La, okay, Larusa goes after his player before the game on Tuesday. Says he made a mistake kept talking about sportsmanship, uh, respect for the game. and He said there's going to be consequences within our family. When he first said consequences, I thought he was talking about what's going to happen on the field, like basically saying he's going to get plunked tonight, okay? Like that's something he's got to deal with. If that's where he was going, he was right, but I don't think he was going there. He said within our family. I would love to know what those consequences are. Anyways, uh, LaRusso talking right now. And last night, he couldn't believe how many questions he's getting about this. And he says again today, he made a mistake. He's young. We handled it. But I think it's important for the Twins or anybody to know we play with sportsmanship. That's unacceptable. Whoever doesn't like that, you're welcome to your opinion. Larusa continues, what did I say publicly? I said a young player made a mistake, which, by the way, he did. And we need to acknowledge it. Did I say that he's being ostracized? I actually did it in a very positive way, dude. He may have. I know. I know you think the manager doesn't mean anything, but no, I, he may have lost the locker room. Well, yesterday. Let me let
0: me tell you what I do think. Yeah. I think the best a manager can do is stay the hell out of the way of your good team. Stay out of the way. And Tony La Russa has not done that this year you know when I, when i used to talk about managers a lot because doing a post game show people constantly are complaining about the manager the manager this manager that you know while completely discounting the fact that a team's gone from 0 for 16 in a game in with runners in scoring position but it's all about the manager right what i think they can do is like everybody says put your team in best position to win Okay, that doesn't mean you're going to win games for them. It just means you're not going to lose games for them. And there have already been a couple of times this year where you could argue he has done that. Stay out of the way. And all he's done right now is not given confidence to his own players. He's he's made it sound like he's more concerned with how the Minnesota Twins feel about his guys than how he feels about his own guys. And that's a, or th- that's a problem. And I know the people have said the right things publicly players were talking about here. Um, but you have Tim Anderson on Instagram yesterday, responding to a post about this whole thing. Yep. All right. And his response to your mean Mercedes is, Hey, you just basically, Hey, you just keep being you. And Mercedes responded to him and said, yeah, I gotta be me or whatever. Like they're complete. They're, they're, Clearly, very much going against what their manager says. Lance Lynn, who Here is kind go. of Lance he Lynn, ad, he
1: ad, he addressed that, but go ahead with Lynn because I'm yeah, going to tell we, you what Larusa said today about that.
0: About Lynn? Yes. Okay, well, well, here's what Lynn said about the situation, and I'm paraphrasing. He said, "When you put a pitcher or when you put a position player into pitch, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. All bets are off." Which is basically what everybody in the country has said about this situation, with the exception of Tony. And the Minnesota Twins broadcast the night that it happened. Those are right. the only two people that have said this is the wrong way to go about business. Tony's wrong. He's just flat wrong. And you're closer to losing a clubhouse than you are succeeding in doing anything positive for your team. Like, I'm not saying he has lost the clubhouse, but we're closer to that than we are to anything else.
1: Wow you might move after I tell you what LaRussa said. Oh, in addition to what you mentioned about Lynn saying all bets are off when a position player is hid is pitching. Uh, Lynn also said the more I play this game, the more those talking about unwritten rules have gone away. Which
0: and this is, is true. This is, by the way, a guy who has history with Tony and they like each other very much or, or they they did because you know, he played for Tony a while ago.
1: The media brings Lynn's comments up to La Russa minutes ago. La Russa's response is, "Lance has a locker. I have an office. I don't
0: agree." <laughs> Son of a, dude! This guy, what, what get is, him out! Yeah, he's Seriously, got, I, look it. There, what's gonna, dude? When he so, first got the job, when, when he, you
1: when <laughs> you hear that, don't don't you lean much harder?
0: That this dude's going to lose the team? If if you're losing Lance Lynn, yes. Yeah. You're losing Lance Lynn. Like, I I, I, I don't know, maybe Lynn doesn't think it's that big of a deal. Maybe privately the players don't think it's that big of a deal. This is kind of a big deal because we're already talking about three or four moments in the first month and three weeks of the season that we've had to have these discussions about this guy. So, I mean, it, it could get better, but it could also get a whole lot worse. And this team, I don't care what anybody says, this team is winning in spite of him. They're not winning because uh-huh. of him. He's not doing anything tactically to help them out more than a replacement level manager would do for them. They're yeah. winning without him. They're winning in spite of him. That's, that is obvious and clear. Our colleague Lawrence Holmes made uh, the point earlier today. He said that he's not really seen a discrepancy between how much people love the players on a team and how much people hate the manager. There's there's such a gap between those two things right now. They I don't know the last Renteria. time I've seen it.
1: They should have kept Renteria. Might as well.
0: Might as well. Because I, the one thing I said yeah. about Larusa, uh, based on everything I knew uh, about him, the one thing I said going into the season is, well, uh, you know, he may not relate to the new young clubhouse because he's been out of the game for 10 years as a manager. But tactically, if you care about that kind of thing, He should be okay. I mean, he doesn't really make a whole lot of mistakes. He's not even doing that well. He's doing nothing. What is he doing well right now? What is he doing to help them? All he's doing is getting in the way.
1: This isn't that hard for the sportsmanship crowd. This isn't that hard for the boomers. You are the same people that preach. Play hard. You know, athletes today, they're not giving their all. They just want to be buddy-buddy out there. Play hard. So LaRusso, what, what did you want him to do? Do you want to extend the game? Do you want to extend the the, uh, position player pitching by him taking a walk in a 3-0 or do a soft swing, make sure it's an out, don't try hard? I mean, what are we doing (laughs) here? Baseball can't get out of their own way. They just can't, Ronge. Like this, we shouldn't, everything going on in this sport right now, like we're getting to Otani. Like we should be talking about this, not this garbage with the White Sox,
0: or you should just be talking about the White Sox and the exciting young players they have. Yes, your mean Mercedes has done more for the Sox than Tony Larusa has done to help. Them. He's done more to help them win than Tony has done, of course. So, th- and that's the problem. You know, Sox fans have for a very long time had this inferiority complex, which which is kind of rightful if you think about it, because they do get overlooked a lot. Their team gets ignored a lot nationally. And now this young, exciting team with young, exciting, good players, dynamic players is getting attention, but it's not the players getting attention. It's their manager that half the time doesn't seem like he knows what the hell's going on. It's 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 and and the players are clearly if they're speaking out publicly in a, in subtle ways against him. You can bet that privately, a lot of them are like, "I don't know about this freaking guy, man." Sure. I, I guarantee you, Tim Anderson's like, "This guy sucks." I guarantee you, that's what he thinks.
1: And we I, can rant and rave about it, and I think we're just, right. And well, there's there's geor- only one majority of exactly exactly there's one person's
0: opinion who matters, and it's the owner, and the owner loves the guy, so and
1: he's not going. Nothing's anywhere. gonna happen. But nothing's it's, gonna happen.
0: It, it sucks for Sox fans who were waiting for a good team like this to be excited about, and they got to have this this dude in the clubhouse in the dugout ruining everything for them ruining the excitement it's just you you went out of your way to apologize to the twins and they still threw behind your guy and you stuck up for them and said well i i think they handled it fine did they you apologized if you, you can break go back if you're rekon and you can go back in time
1: you probably regret and i'm making an it's not I Rickon's it's choice
0: here. i taking the job long term
1: no, getting Rick Renteria out of here. Yeah, maybe. Like, obviously, that was part of his opinion. All right, we'll we'll get to the AL MVP, I promise. And today's MLB card next. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji. This is the BetQL Audio Network.
0: Turnbull sets the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss! History! Spencer Turnbull has become the sixth Tiger pitcher to throw the eighth no-hitter in franchise history. His teammates burst out of the dugout and mob him at the mound. How
1: about it? It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. That was thrilling. Spencer... Turnbull, Musgrove Rodon means Miley Turnbull.
0: Why can't you just be happy for Spencer Turnbull? You know, yeah, why Why do you have to crap on every no hitter that happens? Now, I was excited
1: Joe? because I'm just annoyed with the whole
0: you thing. You lied. You you lied to me then. You're either lying now or you lied earlier when you I said know, you were I were waiting for him to lose it.
1: Yeah, I was, <laughs> even though I didn't know it was
0: happening. <laughs> You're the absolute worst.
1: Uh Yeah, Spencer Turnbull, fifth no-hitter of the season. 117. 117- Sixth.
0: Mad pitch. Bums counts. I, I don't give sixed. a crap what MLB says. What? Bum Garner oh, counts. Oh, jeez. When I you set the game that. limit, hey, you set the no, game at seven innings. That doesn't count. That's He pitched an entire game mm. without giving up a hit. That's a no-hitter.
1: You're making it worse. Stop.
0: I disagree, Joe. <laughs> I think I'm Stop. making it better.
1: Joe Ostrowski, Chris Rogi, This is BetQL Daily. Uh, AL MVP conversation. Today's MLB card. A lot to get to, but we just mentioned Spencer Turnbull. Okay, here's what I'm holding out hope for. I saw this uh, factoid last night. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. Okay. The last time we had five no-hitters before June. Did let me see guess, this?
0: 1917?
1: You saw it? Okay. I did. Yes, it was 1917. Did you see the other part of it?
0: Uh... No.
1: How many did we have in 1917? Five, six.
0: Oh, they just were like all now.
1: done. They were all done by yeah. June. There's one six, more, like right now yeah. in June. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, hopefully, we're talking about six or seven, not 15 or 20 at the end of the year. <laughs>
0: I don't know like, is it? Yeah. What if this is the end? Like, what if this is the, la- these are the last no hit? I just uh, It'd, it'd with, be great. With, I don't know how it's going to be possible. There.
1: I'm anti no hitter. I'm out.
0: The, the, um, the whole environment for throwing no hitters has never been better. So yeah. if we get through the next four and a half months without another one, I think that will be a more amazing accomplishment than if there are none. Or, you know, then, then if yeah. there is another one, so like I, uh, it, it's still fun, but if when there's one a week, it's not quite as fun as it used to be.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Otani is the AL MVP favorite, favorite Vlad Guerrero jr. Is eight to one, Mike trout ten to one at points, but guys, we, we can move trout down. He's missing two months. Yeah. You can, you can keep on moving. Uh, don't worry. People take those bets. You know, make him a hundred to one. Say, please bet on my trout because he's not winning the award. Uh, Buxton eleven to one. Mm. Only played twenty four games. I don't understand that one. I'd move him down as well. Uh, JD Martinez twelve to one. Bogarts is eighteen to one. What's the bet here? Is there value? Should Otani be uh, almost even money here at plus one twenty five?
0: Well, you're feeling pretty good about yourself if you took Otani when it was plus 425, and I know the number was even higher than that a few weeks he, ago, but it was just 425 two days ago. In so, the
1: offseason, um, he was getting a lot of hype Yeah, with sports bettors when he was 40-1. to one. Then it went down to 30, and then I think yep. around 20 when the season started.
0: I think w- what we're talking about here, and, and I'm going to go back to what I've been saying about him for weeks now with you. And that is people are dying yep. to vote for a player like this. People who cover baseball, who get votes, cannot wait to vote for a guy like Shohei Ohtani, who does two things really, really well. So if it if it came down to him or Trout at the end of the year and there were somewhat comparable wins above replacement numbers, I, I think all the votes would have gone to Ohtani or most of them would have gone to him. But now, with trout out for up to two months, it's I, I, I don't see how he can win. Even if he comes back and he's just he continues on the pace that he'd been on, you can't win. However, here's here's where I would be concerned if I'm an Otani guy or if I'm in his camp about voting for him. Mm-hmm. It's his health. He never stays healthy for a full season either. And if he ends up getting to a situation where his elbows barking or something else and he has to miss or month or two, that opens the door for somebody like Vlad Jr. Mm-hmm. And, and, and him at uh, at 8-1, at to one, I like Vlad. You know who else I really like at 18-1 to one is Andrew Bogarts. There you go. Who, who very easily could be the best shortstop in the game. And we don't talk about him like that. We're always talking about Francisco Lindor. We talk about Fernando Tatis. And Bogarts gets overlooked, I think, a little bit too much. He's having a fantastic season right now. And in terms of war, he's just behind where Vlad Jr. is. So playing the position that uh, that Bogarts does playing it as well as he does and having the season that he is for a team that's high profile like the Boston Red Sox, 18 to one is a really good bet right now if he continues this pace.
1: And normally I would say let's not put too much on team record. However, in this specific spot with Bogart's low expectations, if uh, the Yankees, a runaway favorite in that division, if the Red Sox surprise everyone and they end up taking the division, right. that that would be another thing for Bogart's case, right? There, that, there you there,
0: go. More to so, his resume. So the narrative would be that he helped them to a division title yeah. when nobody thought Boston before the season started was going to be that. It was all New York maybe Tampa, but nobody really thought, or very few people thought Boston was going to be the team to do what they're doing. So I know we're not at, all the way through the month of May. They're a half game up in the American League East. If they end up winning that division or finishing like a half game out or a game out, or they couldn't be a half, but a game out or two games out and even find themselves in the postseason, and, and Xander Bogarts is still playing like this he could win that award. So at 18 to one right now, I like that. I I like him. Uh, It's a good bet, but you know, if if Otani stays healthy, the likelihood is he will be that guy, but I'm, I'm banking on the reality that he very rarely is able to stay healthy for a full season.
1: So the um, the narrative seems to be this week that Otani is runaway with every stat and, some of the numbers are amazing and there've been uh, some national baseball writers uh do some nice stories about it however like if you look at f4 which i look at the most mm-hmm. for uh mvp race Otani's well, not even leading in fact there are multiple no, not. american league players that
0: are ahead of him if you can 13 com- players ahead of him
1: well you got to combine the hitting and the pitching then he's at 2.0 if, if you do that and th- but there are still like buxton's ahead of him Trout, of course, but he'll fall behind. Guerrero Jr. There are a number of guys here. What? Okay, this Buxton thing. So he has yet to ramp up his rehab to include significant running. So his odds should fall off. But he's tied for the lead with the American League right now in F4
0: with why my Trout. You, why do you think that is? What do you mean? Why, why are his odds where they are right now? Because...
1: What do you think they should be? It should be you're saying I, it should be move further down?
0: Yeah, like because I, we
1: don't know his status.
0: It's it just it that's yeah, it, it's really interesting to me and and also because I think you're going to have a a more difficult time and I know the Twins won last night and, and it, there might be some indications they're going to start to click maybe. Yeah. That's a bad team right now. Again, I know they won last night's game. I'll be curious to see what happens today. I just don't think they're very good. And if you have a team that's not that good, you would have to be an otherworldly player in order to win MVP.
1: I want to get your thoughts on a couple of 20 to 1 shots, okay? Aaron Judge. 1.6 F4 right now. Maybe this is a year. Maybe he can stay healthy for an entire season. He's 20 to 1. Jose Ramirez in the race last year. Has 12 homers, only behind Otani by two. He's also 20 to one. What do you think about Ramirez and or Judge?
0: Well, let's start with Aaron Judge first. And, and you pretty much nailed it. He doesn't stay healthy for a full season. So if I'm going to, on a longer odds player, if I'm going to put a bet down, I would put it on Bogarts before I would on Judge. Okay. Jose Ramirez is 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 another guy That maybe if Cleveland ends up winning the division or they find themselves in the postseason, I think he'll get more, uh, he'll get more play or he'll get more votes from people. But also he's playing for Cleveland. And I I know that some people don't think that matters, but it does matter when voters vote because we're not talking about Jose Ramirez very often. We're not really um, discussing what he's done. We are certainly not discussing Byron Buxton or the twins. Those are teams that are kind of forgotten about nationally. And I think that will hurt them when it comes time to vote um, at the end of the year. So Ramirez would have to be in as good as he's been this season. And he's been really, really good. He's been one of the the top five or six, maybe seven players in the American league in terms of offense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he, he, you can make the argument that he could be an MVP consideration. But I think a lot of things would have to happen in order for him to actually win. Otani would have to get hurt. Um, Bogarts would have to totally drop off and maybe the Red Sox pull out of the race. Uh, Vlad Jr., same thing for him. There are just too many things that have to happen in order for him to win. And really the same thing for Aaron Judge.
1: In the top 10 picture for F-War, after almost a couple of months, about the quarter poll, uh, mark of the season... There's a player up there that I cannot find odds anywhere. You know who it is? Every site I look, they don't even have him listed. Okay. And we're talking going 100 to 1 deep on a lot uh, of these
0: sites. Ramon Laureano?
1: No. Almost. Very close. That's not the guy I was thinking of.
0: Oh, well, hold on. Let me, let me take another guess. Is it Adolis Garcia?
1: No. Okay. Cedric Mullins. 1.7 F4 on the season somehow. He's not winning the award, but I just wanted to see what the number is, see if they're uh, willing to list him at one or something, because he's in the team picture for F4 so far.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, maybe that's a, again, maybe it's a function of being with the is Baltimore bad? Orioles. No, <laughs> I don't that- think F4 is bad.
1: <laughs> okay, just checking.
0: I, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know why Buxton's up as high as he is either. Yeah. I just, so I, it- I still don't get that, so...
1: Yeah, I was looking around some other sites have Buxton at a higher number, like 17 to one. I think there's just a couple question marks. What if he ends up returning like in a week or two and he still leads the league in F war, then he could win. Then you have a lot of a value ticket. If you uh, jump in on him.
0: Well, so I think they're just I, I a know.
1: little worried about that, but yeah, he's he, not winning. He's not winning.
0: No, he's, he's definitely not winning. Let's see. Um <sighs> Jeez, he's only played 24 games.
1: It's amazing what he's done in those 24.
0: I know, I know. An 1180 OPS. It's really good. I, I just, I don't know. I, I think He'll he's going to get gonna hurt again, again anyways. He might get hurt again, but I don't even think that matters. Like, no. how Do you know how much better he has to be than Shohei Otani or Vlad no. Jr.? Look, we're, we're. it's not that we don't talk about Byron Buxton or that he hasn't gotten any attention nationally, because he has, but he hasn't gotten the attention Vlad has gotten. And and what Xander Bogarts has done and being on a team like Boston that people like to pay attention to. We're talking about voters here. We're not talking about going straight with a there's there's one number and that's how it's decided. Like FWR is how um, this award is decided. It's not. Yep. It's decided by human beings who are sometimes beholden to narrative and they're beholden to storylines. So that's why Otani is and should be the favorite right now. But I just don't think he's going to stay healthy because that's what the trend has been for him in his career.
1: I agree with you. So don't get caught up in the steam. Don't bet Otani right now. There's a decent chance you're going to regret it. Listen, you missed the 40, 30, 20. All right, you missed it. It's okay. It's another bet around the corner. I would not be jumping in on Otani right now uh, because history suggests, you know, It's funny what you said about humans voting and you're right. I think if you had to make, make your vote right now that a lot of those writers, they would have written down Otani instead of trout, even
0: without the injury. I totally agree with you.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. It's the, it's exactly what we're talking about. They love the idea of a guy who can pitch like Babe Ruth and hit like Babe Ruth. They Uh, love that idea. So all that guy has to do is stay healthy and be anything close to what he's doing, and that award is his. But it's but for me, it's going to be all about the health.
1: What really stands out in today's MLB card? We'll break more of this down during our lightning bets, um, but what jumps out to you? Man, the history of some of these pitchers against the opposition is really something today.
0: You know, the one I like, again, I feel like people are undervaluing David Peterson. Come on, David Peterson and the Mets? Uh, oh. Yeah, they're they're a plus 169 dog today, and Atlanta is not good against lefties. So I, d- I don't know what it is, but I really like Peterson and he's been pitching well. Uh, the numbers bear that out. So of, of of all the bets in MLB today, that is definitely one of my favorites.
1: Why can't the Braves win a game?
0: I don't know what's going on with them. <laughs>
1: I just so it doesn't make any sense.
0: There are quite a few teams. I don't know what's going on with them.
1: Yeah, that's Chris Ranji.
0: I'm Joe Ostrowski.
1: Uh, This is BetQL Daily. So much talent. All right, we're going to talk about the PGA Championship next. Jeff Feinberg will be joining us to break it down, help us uh, bet on it with the second major of the season teeing off on Thursday. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network.